Welcome to the Psalms Passion Journey, Part 18. Integrity. Lord, I will sing about your faithful love for me. My song of praise will have your justice as its theme. I'm trying my best to walk in the way of integrity, especially in my own home. But I need your help. I'm wondering, Lord, when will you appear? I refuse to gaze on that which is vulgar. I despise what is evil in anything that moves my heart away from you. I will not let evil hold me in its grips. Every perverse and crooked way I have put away from my heart. For I will have nothing to do with the deeds of darkness. I will silence those who secretly want to slander my friends. And I will not tolerate the proud and the arrogant. My innermost circle will only be those who I know are pure and godly. They will be only the ones I allow to minister to me. There's no room in my home for hypocrites, for I can't stand chronic liars who flatter and deceive. At each and every sunrise, I will awake to do what's right and put to silence those who love wickedness, freeing God's people from their evil grip. I will do all of this because of my great love for you. From tears to praise. Lord, listen to my prayer. Listen to my cry for help. You can't hide your face from me in the day of my distress. Stoop down and hear my prayer and answer me quickly, Lord. For my days of happiness have gone up in a smoke. My body is raging. It's raging with fever and my heart is sick. And I'm consumed by this illness. Withered like a dead leaf. I cannot even eat. I'm nothing but skin and bones. Look, nothing's left of me but whispered groans. I'm depressed, lonely, forgotten, and abandoned. I'm sleepless and shivering in the cold, forlorn and friendless, like a lonely bird on the rooftop. My every enemy mocks and insults me incessantly. They even use my name as a curse to speak over others. Because of your great and furious anger against me, all I do is suffer with sorrow, with nothing to eat but a meal of mourning. My cry, my crying, my crying fills my cup with salty tears. In your wrath, you have rejected me, sweeping me away like dirt on the floor. My days are marked by the lengthening shadows of death. I'm withering away and there's nothing left of me. But then I remember, I remember that you, O Lord, still sit enthroned as king over all. The fame of your name will be revealed to every generation. I know that you are about to rise. You are about to rise and show your tender love to Zion. Now is the time, Lord. Now is the time for your compassion and mercy to be poured out. The appointed time has come for your prophetic promises to be fulfilled. For your servants weep in sympathy over Zion's ruins and feel, feel love for her every stone. When you arise to intervene, all the nations and the kings will be stunned and they will fear your awesome name trembling before your glory. Yes, you will reveal yourself to Zion and appear in the brightness of your glory to restore her and give her children. Her response, huh? he responds to the prayer of the poor and the broken and will not despise the cry of the homeless. Write all this down for the coming generation so recreated people will read it and praise the Lord. Tell them now, tell them how, Yah, tell them how Yah looked down from his high and holy place, gazing from his glory to survey the earth. 
He listened to all the groanings of his people longing to be free. And he set loose the sons of death to experience life. Multitudes will stream to Jerusalem to praise the Lord and declare his name in Zion. Peoples from every land, their kings and their kingdoms will gather together to worship the Lord. But God has brought me to my knees, shortening my life. So cry, I cry out. I cry out to you, my God. I cry out to you, my God. Father of eternity, please don't let me die. I know my life is not yet finished. With your hands you once formed the foundations of the earth and handcrafted the heavens above. They will all fade away one day like worn out clothing, ready to be discarded, but you'll still be here. You will replace it all. Your first creation will be changed, but you alone will endure the God of all eternity. Generation after generation, our descendants will live securely, for you are the one protecting all of us, keeping us for your very self. Our Father's love, with my whole heart, with my whole life, and with my innermost being, I bow in wonder and love before you, the Holy God. Yahweh, you are my sole celebration. How could I ever forget the miracles of kindness you have done for me? You kissed my heart with forgiveness. In spite of all I've done, you healed me inside and out from every disease. You rescued me from hell, and you saved my life. You've crowned me with love and mercy. You satisfy my every desire with good things. You supercharged my life so that I could soar again like a flying eagle in the sky. You're a God who makes things right, giving justice to the defenseless. You unveiled to Moses your plans and showed Israel's sons what you could do. Lord, you're so kind and so tender-hearted to those who don't deserve it and so patient with the people who fail you. Your love is like a flooding river, overflowing its banks with kindness. You don't look at us only to find our faults, just so that you can hold a grudge against us. You may discipline us for our many sins, but never as much as we really deserve. Nor do you get even with us for what we've done. Higher than the highest heavens, that's how high your tender mercy extends. Greater than the grandeur of all heaven above and the greatness of your loyal love, towering over all who fear you and bow down before you. Farther than from a sunrise to a sunset, that's how far you've removed our guilt from us. The same way a loving father feels toward his children, that's but a sample of your tender feelings toward us, your beloved children who live in all of you. You know all about us inside and out. You are mindful that we're made from dust. Our days are so few and our momentary beauty so swiftly fades away. Then all of a sudden we're gone, like grass clippings blown away in a gust of wind, taken away to our appointment with death, leaving nothing to show that we were here. But Lord, your endless love stretches from one eternity to the other, unbroken and unrelenting toward those who fear you and those who bow face down in all before you. Your faithfulness keeps every gracious promise you've made, passes from parents to children to grandchildren and beyond. You are faithful to all those who follow your ways and keep your word. 
God's heavenly throne is eternal, secure, and strong, and his sovereignty rules the entire universe. So bless the Lord, all his messengers of power, for you are his mighty heroes who listen intently to the voice of his word to do it. Bless and praise the Lord, you mighty warriors, ministers who serve him well and fulfill his desires. I will bless and praise the Lord with my whole heart. Let all his works throughout the earth, whatever his dominion stretches, let everything bless the Lord. Our creator's compassion, everything I am will praise and bless the Lord. Oh Lord, my God, your greatness takes my breath away overwhelming me with your majesty, your beauty, and your splendor. You wrap yourself with a shimmering, glistening light. You wear sunshine like a garment of glory. You stretch out the starry skies like tapestry. You build your balconies with light beams and ride as a king in a chariot you made from clouds. You fly upon the wings of the wind. You make your messengers into the winds of the Spirit, and all your ministers become flames of fire. You, our Creator, formed the earth, and you hold it all together so it will never fall apart. You poured the ocean depths over the planet, submerging mountains beneath. Yet at the sound of your thunder shout, the waters all fled away, filling the deep with seas. The mountains rose and valleys sank, to the levels you decreed for them. Then you set a boundary line for the seas and commanded them not to trespass. You set springs cascading through the valleys, flowing freely from the mountains and the hills. You provide drink for every living thing. Men and beasts have their thirst quenched because of you. The birds build nests near the tranquil streams, chirping their joyous songs from the branches above. From your kindness you send the rain to water the mountains from the upper rooms of your palace. Your goodness brings forth fruit for all to enjoy. Your compassion brings the earth's harvest, feeding the hungry. You cause the grass to grow for livestock. Along with the fruit and the grains and the vegetables to feed mankind. You provide sweet wine to gladden hearts. You give us daily bread to sustain us, giving us glowing health for our bodies. The trees of the Lord drink until they are satisfied. Lebanon's lofty trees stand tall right where you planted them. Within your branches you provide for birds a place to build their nests. Even herons find a home in the cypress trees. You make the high mountains a home for the wild goats and the rocky crag where the rock badgers burrow. You made the moon to mark the months and the sun to measure the days. You turn off the lights and it becomes night and all the beasts of the forest come out to prowl. The mighty lions roar for their dinner, but it's you, God, who feeds them all. At sunrise, they slink back to their dens to crouch down in the shadows. Then man goes out to his labor and toil, working from dawn till dusk. Oh, Lord, what an amazing variety of all you have created. Wild and wonderful in this world you have made while wisdom was there at your side. This world, it's full of so many creatures, yet each belongs to you. And then there is the sea, so vast, so wide, and so deep, swarming with countless forms of sea life, both small and great. Trading ships glide through the high seas, and look, there are the massive whales bounding upon the waves. 
All the creatures wait expectantly for you to give them their food as you determine. You come near and they they all gather. They all draw around and they gather around feasting from your open hands. And each is satisfied from your abundant supply. But if you were to withhold from them and turn away, they would all panic. And when you choose to take away their breath, each one dies and returns to the dust. When you release your spirit, when life is created, ready to replenish life upon the earth. May God's glorious splendor endure forever. May the Lord take joy and pleasure in all that he has made. For the earth's overseer has the power to make it tremble. Just a touch of his finger and volcanoes erupt as the earth shakes and melts. I will sing my song to the Lord as long as I live. Every day I will sing my praises to God. May you be pleased with every sweet thought that I have about you. For you are the source of my joy and gladness. Now let all the sinners be swept from the earth. But I will keep on praising you, my Lord, with all that is written within me. My joyous, blissful shouts of hallelujah are all because of you. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. God's wonderful works. Go ahead, go ahead and give God thanks for all the glorious things that he has done. Go ahead and worship him. Tell everyone about his wonders. Let's sing his praises. Sing. Put on all his miraculous works to music. Shine and make your joyful boast in him, you lovers of God. Let's be happy and keep rejoicing no matter what. more of his strength. Seek more of him. Let's always be seeking the light of his face. Don't you ever forget his miracles and marvels. Hold to your heart every judgment he has decreed, for you are his servants, the true seed of Abraham, and you are the chosen ones, Jacob's sons, for he is the Lord our God, and his wise authority can be seen in all he does. For though a thousand generations may pass away, he is still true to his word. He has kept every promise he made to Abraham and to Isaac. His promises have become an everlasting covenant to Jacob as a decree to Jacob. He said to them, I will give you all the land of Canaan as your inheritance. They were very few in number when God gave them that promise and they were all foreigners to that land. They were wandering from one land to another and from one kingdom to another. Yet God would not permit anyone to touch them, punishing even kings who came against them. He said to them, don't you dare lay a hand on my anointed ones and don't do a thing to hurt my prophets. So God decreed a famine upon Canaan land, cutting off their food supply. But he had already sent a man ahead of his people to Egypt. It was Joseph who was sold as a slave. His feet were bruised by strong shackles and his soul was held by iron. But God's promise, God promised to Joseph purged his character until it was time for his dreams to come true. Eventually the king of Egypt sent for him, setting him free at last. Then Joseph was put in charge of everything under the king. He became the master of the palace over all of the royal possessions. Pharaoh gave him authority over all the princes of the land, and Joseph became the teacher of wisdom to the king's advisors. Then Jacob, with all of Joseph's family, came from Canaan to Egypt and settled in Goshen. 
God made them very fruitful and they multiplied incredibly until they were greater in number than those who ruled over them. God turned their hearts to hate his people and to deal treacherously with his servants. But he sent them his faithful servant Moses the deliverer and chose Aaron to accompany him. Their command brought down signs and wonders, working miracles in Egypt. By God's direction, they spoke and released a plague of thick darkness over the land. God turned their rivers to blood, causing every fish to die. And the judgment plague of frogs came in enormous numbers, swarming everywhere, even into Pharaoh's own bedroom. God spoke and another plague was released. Massive swarms of flies, vast clouds of insects covered the land. God rained down hail and flaming fire upon Egypt. Their gardens and vines were all destroyed, shattering trees into splinters from their, throughout their territory. God spoke, and devouring hordes of locusts swept over the land, picking the ground clean of all vegetation and crops. Then God struck down their firstborn sons, the pride and joy of every Egyptian family. At last, God freed all the Hebrews with, from their slavery and sent them away laden with silver and gold of Egypt, and not even one was feeble on their way out. Not even one. Egypt was relieved at their exodus, ready to see them go, for the terror of the Lord of the Hebrews had fallen upon them. God spread out a cloud as a shade as they moved ahead and a cloud of fire to light up their night. Moses prayed and God brought them to quail to eat. He satisfied them with heaven's bread falling from the sky. He broke open the boulder and the waters poured out like a river in the desert. For God could never forget his holy promise to his servant Abraham. So God brought out his chosen ones with singing. With a joyful shout they were set free. He gave them lands and nations just like he promised. Fruitful lands of crops they had never even planted were now theirs. All this was done for them so that they would be faithful to keep the ways of God, obeying his laws and following his truths. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God is good. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Everyone thank God for he is good and easy to please. Your tender love for us, Lord, continues on forever. Who could ever fully describe your glorious miracles? Yahweh, who could ever praise you enough? The happiest one on earth is the one who keeps your word and clings to righteousness every moment. So remember me, Lord, as you take joy in your people. And when you come to bring the blessings of salvation, don't forget me. Let me share in your wealth and beauty of all your lovers. Rejoice with your nation and all their joys and let them share in the glory you give to your chosen ones. We have all sinned so much, just like our fathers, guilty has written over our lives. Our fathers who were delivered from Egypt didn't fully understand your wonders and they took you for granted, Lord. Over and over you showed them such tender love and mercy, yet they barely, they barely were beyond the Red Sea when they rebelled against you. Nonetheless, you saved them more than once so they would know how powerful you are, showing them the honor of your name. You roared over the waters of the Red Sea, making a dry path for your people to cross through. You freed them from the strong powers of those who oppressed them and rescued them from bondage. Then the waters rushed over their enemies and drowned them all. Not one of them survived. Seeing this, the people believed your words and they all broke out with songs of praise. 
Yet how quickly they forgot your miracles of power. They wouldn't wait for you to act when they were hungry, but they demanded you satisfy cravings and give them food. They tested you to the breaking point. So you gave them what they wanted to eat, but their souls starved away to nothing. They become envious of Moses and Aaron, your holy ones. You split open the earth and it swallowed up Datham and Abraham along with their followers. Fire fell from heaven and burned up all the bands of rebels, turning them to ashes. They made an idol of the calf at Sinai and bowed to worship their man-made statue. They preferred the image of a grass-eating ox to the presence of the glory-filled God. They totally forgot it was you who saved them by the wonders and awesome miracles you worked in Egypt. So you were fed up and you decided to destroy them. But Moses, your chosen leader, stood in the gap between you and the people and he made intercession on their behalf to turn away your wrath from killing them all. Yet they still didn't believe your words and they despised the land of delight you gave to them. They grumbled and they found fault with everything and closed their hearts to your voice. So you gave up and swore to them that they would all die in the desert. And you scattered their children to distant lands to die as exiles. Then our fathers joined the worshipers of the false god named Lord of the Pit. They even ate the sacrifices offered to the dead. All they did made you burn with anger. It made you so angry that a plague broke out among them. It continued until Phineas intervened and executed the guilty for causing judgment to fall upon them. Because of this deed of righteousness, Phineas will be remembered forever. Your people also provoked you to wrath at this stream called Strife. This is where Moses got into serious trouble because the peoples were rebellious against you. Moses exploded in anger and spoke to them out of his bitterness. Neither did our fathers destroy the enemies in the land as you had commanded them. But they mingled themselves. They mingled themselves with their enemies and they learned to copy their works of darkness. Then they began to serve their idols. They served their gods and they bowed before their idols. All of this led them away from you and brought them about to their downfall. They even sacrificed their little children to the demon spirits, shedding the innocent blood of their sons and their daughters. These dark practices greatly defiled the land and their own souls through the murder and the bloodshed of their own babies. Their sins, their sins made them spiritual adulterers before you. This is why you were so furious. This is why your anger burned hot against them. You couldn't even stand to look at your very own people any longer. So you turned them over to the crushing hands of other nations and those who hated them became tyrants over them. Oppressive enemies subdued them, ruling over them with their tyranny. Many times you would have come to their rescue. You would have come and rescued them, but they continued in their rebellious ways, choosing to ignore your warnings. Then they sank lower and lower and lower, destroyed by their depravity. Yet even so, you waited and waited, watching to see if they would turn and cry out to you for a father's help. And then when you heard their cry, 
you relented and you remembered your covenant and you turned your heart toward them again according to your abundant overflowing and limitless love then you caused even their oppressors to pity them and you showed them compassion again do it again lord save us O lord our god do it again save us O lord our god gather us from our exile and unite us together so that we will give our great and joyous thanks to you again and bring you glory by our praises blessed be our lord god forever and ever and let everyone everywhere say hallelujah 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 amen faithful is our king god's constant love let everyone give all their praise and thanks to the lord here's why he's better than anyone could have ever imagined yes he's always loving and kind and his faithful love never ends so go ahead let everyone know it tell the world Tell the world how he broke through and delivered you from the power of darkness and has gathered us together from all over the world. He has set us free to be his very own. Some of us once wandered in the wilderness like desert nomads with no true direction or dwelling place. Starving and thirsting and staggering, we became desperate and filled with despair. But then we cried out, Lord, help us, rescue us. And he did. He led us right into a place of safety and abundance, a suitable city to dwell in. So lift your hands and thank God for his marvelous kindness and for all his miracles of mercy for those he loves. How he satisfies the souls of thirsty ones and fills the hungry with all that is good. Some of us once sat in darkness, living in the dark shadows of death. We were prisoners to our pain, chained to our regrets. For we rebelled against God's word and rejected the wise counsel of God Most High. So he humbled us through our circumstances, watching us as we stumbled with no one there to pick us back up. Our own pain became our punishment. Then we cried out, Lord, help us and rescue us. And he did. His light broke through the darkness and he led us out in freedom from death's dark shadow and snapped every one of our chains. So lift up your hands and give him thanks to God. Give thanks to God for his marvelous kindness and for his miracles of mercy for those he loves. For he smashed through heavy prison doors and shattered the steel bars that held us back just to set us free. Some of us were such fools, bringing on our own selves sorrow and suffering all because of our sins. Sick and feeble, unable to stand in the sight of food, we, grew, we drew near to the gates of death. Then we cried out, Lord, help us, rescue us. And he did. God spoke the words, be healed. And we were healed, delivered from death's door. So lift your hands and give thanks to God for his marvelous kindness and for his miracles of mercy for those he loves. Bring your praise as an offering and your thanks as a sacrifice as you sing your story of miracles with a joyful song. Some of us set sail upon the sea to faraway ports, transporting our goods from ship to shore. We were witnesses of God's power out in the ocean deep. We saw breathtaking wonders upon the high seas. When God spoke, he stirred up a storm, lifting high the waves with hurricane winds. Ships were tossed 
by swelling sea, rising to the sky, then dropping down to the depths, reeling like drunkards, spinning like tops. Everyone at their wits' end until even sailors despaired of life, cringing in terror. Then we cried out, Lord, help us, rescue us. And he did. God stilled the storm. He calmed the waves and he hushed the hurricane winds to only a whisper. We were so relieved, so glad as he guided us safely to harbor in quiet haven. So lift your hands and give thanks to God for his marvelous kindness and for his miracles of mercy for those he loves. Let's exalt him on high and lift up our praises in public. Let all the people and the leaders of the nation know how great and wonderful is Yahweh our God. Whenever he chooses, he can dry up a river and turn the land into a desert. Or he can take a fruitful land and make it into a saltwater swamp, all because of the wickedness of those who dwell there. But he can also turn a barren wilderness into an oasis with water. He can make springs flow in desert lands and turn them into fertile valleys so that cities spring up. And he gives it to, to all of those who are hungry. They can plant their fields and vineyards there and reap a bumper crop and gather a fruitful harvest. God will bless them and cause them to multiply and prosper, but others will become poor, humbled because of their oppression, tyranny, and sorrows. For God pours contempt upon their arrogant abuse of power, heaping scorn upon their princes and makes them wander among ruins. Oh, but he raises up the poor and the lowly with his favor, giving them a safe place to live where no one can touch them. God will grant them a large family and bless them. The lovers of God will rejoice when they see this. Good men are glad when the evil ones are silenced. If you are truly wise, you'll learn from what I've told you. It's time for you to consider these profound lessons of God's great love and mercy. A prayer for God's help. My heart, O oh God, is quiet and confident, all because of you. Now I can sing my song with passionate praises. Awake, my soul. Awake, my soul, with the music of his splendor. Arise, O oh my soul, and sing his praises. I will awaken the dawn with my worship. Greeting the daybreak with my songs of light. Wherever I go, I will thank you. All the nations will hear my praise songs to you. Your love is so extravagant, it reaches higher than the heavens. Your faithfulness is so astonishing, it stretches to the skies. Lord God, be exalted as you soar throughout the heavens. May your shining glory be seen above all the earth. Come to your beloved ones and gently draw us out. Answer our prayer for your saving help. Come with your might and your strength, for we need you, O Lord. Then I heard the Lord speak in his holy splendor, and from his sanctuary I heard the Lord's promise. In my triumph, I will be the one to measure out the portion of my inheritance to my people. And I will secure the land as I promised you. Shechem, Sakoth, Gilead, and Manasseh, they are still mine, he says. 
Judah will continue to produce kings and lawgivers, and Ephraim will produce great warriors. Moab will become my lowly servant. Edom will likewise serve my purposes. I will lift up a shout of victory over the land of Philistia. But who will bring my triumph into Edom's fortresses? Lord, have you really rejected us, refusing to fight our battles? Give us a father's help when we face our enemies, for to trust in any man is an empty hope. With God's help, we will prevail with might and power, and with God's help, we'll trample down our every foe. All scripture quotations are from the Passion Translation, copyright 2017, by Broad Street Publishing Group, LLC, used by permission, all rights reserved, thepassiontranslation.com.